Well, hey y'all, it's Jason Anthoyne. Thanks for riding along with me today and riding shotgun. I appreciate you being here. I was thinking about uh, my first job when I was growing up. So I don't know how old I was, 10, 9, 10, somewhere along there. Um, and my dad helped me buy a push lawnmower. And so I, I was instantly in the lawn mowing business. <laughs> of course, I'd been in the lawn mowing business for quite a while at that point in our own yard, uh, which took literally from like 8 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday till 5, sometimes 6 o'clock, usually every other weekend, uh, certainly during the summer. So well trained in the lawn mowing business, um, so got my own mower and went up down the street um, soliciting customers. And got, you know, a handful. But my favorite was um, the lady who lived across the street from me, Miss Clara. In my mind, she was like 120 years old. But I think she was probably at that point, I don't know, early to mid-60s or so. Um, she was a widower. Her husband died in uh, World War II. Uh, and she was a seamstress for the uh, local clothing store. So anybody bought anything, they needed to have alterations made. They take them to Miss Clara. So um, she asked me, Jason, would you please mow my grass for me? Of course, Miss Clara, I'm glad to do that. So uh, I would mow her grass and then other people up and down the street. And then after I was done, I'd go back to her house and she and I would sit out on her screened in porch. She had one of those little gliding rockers, um, not really a, a swing. Uh, not really a rocking chair, but more like a glider. I think some of you know what I'm talking about. And we'd sit out there, and she'd fix me and both of us a lemonade. And we'd just pass the time and chit-chat and talk about the news of the day and whatnot. So one time we were sitting out there, and she had this old cat that hung around her house. It wasn't really her cat, but she fed it, so I guess it was. <laughs> you know how cats are. Um, so, And she called him Tom, of course, so Tomcat. So Tom was walking across this freshly mowed lawn, and we were just kind of watching him. And then all of a sudden, he just kind of flipped over, rolled in the grass, flipped back over on his feet, and just took off running. And we both looked at each other, and I was like, what on earth is wrong with that cat? And Miss Clara said, oh, son, he just had a fit of delicious. It's like, what? Yeah, just, you know, so overcome with joy that you just have a fit of delicious. <laughs> I'd never heard that before or since, and I think it's one of the most fantastic things that's ever been said. Um, and I was thinking about it when we are thinking about what we're doing for our employees at work. What are we doing to give them um, one of these so-called fits of delicious? So, for example, uh, how are we recognizing them? Obviously, you know, we've got employee recognition programs, and if they exhibit this behavior, this behavior, this behavior, then, yeah, we'll recognize them. But what about behaviors that are important that might not be on that list? I don't know, humor, team building. Um, they may be really good communicators. They may be excellent collaborators. Is there a way to recognize them for that and give them a little fit of delicious? What about with the town hall? Everybody does one, and it's always the leaders talking to the employees. What if we reverse that, and we had the employees talking to the leaders? Or, you know, what if during that town hall, before the, you know, the event and certainly afterwards, you ran a contest and let the employees be the DJ for that event, and their playlist gets played uh, before and after the town hall? Just simple little things like that 
that don't cost anything, um, but are opportunities for us to give our employees a fit of delicious. Um, so that's what was on my mind today. Just wanted to share that with you. Well, I appreciate you riding along with me today. And until next time, as Dale Ward used to say, Trody Trode. <laughs>